Hello and welcome to Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Ashaj Pratap, and with me in studio today are the usual suspects, Mark Stradham and Nigel Nyker, which means it's EPL time. Gentlemen, welcome. Thanks, Tesh. Thanks for having me again. Thanks, Tesh. Thanks for having us. Mm. Let's get straight into the thick of things. Predictions, Premier League is back, Champions League is over. Um, City, Nottingham Forest. City continue their dominance, five wins from their opening five games, 14 goals scored. Just consider just three. Another win, yeah? Easy win, yeah? I don't think easy, but I think that they will win. Uh, I think Forrest no Madrid game maybe can cause some trouble, but yeah, I, th- I see City winning. Let's, uh, let's be obvious here. This, um, I think City will, will pass the games. Mm. They, will, they will take control. They will dictate the play. Um, <clears throat> winning Champions League last night, so the camp will be, the mm. morale will be high. And they're playing at home, so yeah. I think uh, it's almost a given. It won't be straightforward, but I mm. think City, City will get this one. Okay, look, just a word on Nottingham Forest's latest acquisition. Callum Hudson Odoi announcing himself at um, the City ground last week, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with an absolute peach of a goal. Oh, wonderful goal. Took it, took it well. Mm. Um, cut in, nice clean um, shot off from, from him. Mm. Straight in the back of the net. I'm happy for him because um, in past few seasons, it's never really happened for him he's tried different teams didn't work for Chelsea I think he went to Bayern Munich if I'm, if I'm not mistaken yeah. it didn't work out and, and he's made a return I think it was it, it's the right um, time for him going to a so-called smaller team where, where he can fit in and, and, and show his qualities and he, that's where he will stand out and I think he'll get more game time and as the season progresses he will improve more and, and give a, a good account uh, of himself for, for Nottingham Mm. Nigel, just a single clean sheet for Manchester City across their previous five fixtures across all competitions. Does Nottingham Forest get a goal in this game? Um, yeah, just that stat alone makes mm. you wonder. So I, I think that they... Uh, Look, Sheffield found the back of the net, Fulham, yeah. West Ham, James Ward-Prowse there. They are a bit susceptible at the back, but considering the, the personnel that they have, mm. uh, I don't think they should be conceding or shipping so many goals. So yeah. maybe it's something people want to address. Mm. Um, but yeah do look a bit shaky in terms of keeping those clean sheets. Hmm. Moving our attention to Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Uh, Which way are you leading over there? I'm going for the home one. Um, hmm. I think um, Crystal Palace, they, they were unlucky in the in their previous game against Aston Villa. I thought they could have taken advantage early on in the game, but uh, towards the end, they just, they, they, they somewhat folded and, and Aston Villa took control and, and killed them off. Mm. And for Fulham, I think they, they're so inconsistent. You never know what they're going to get from, from Marco Silva and his team. Mm. And playing away at Crystal Palace, you know what type of game they play. they they old school. It's defend hard, be direct, typical. And um, I think Crystal Palace should should get a narrow victory in this one. Mm. Do you see a victory for Palace here, Nigel? I totally agree with Marky. I think it will be a tough task for Fulham at uh, Salas Park. Um, but yeah, Palace mm. for the home win. Mm. Luton versus Wolves. I think Wolves have just been so unfortunate um, this season. Just a single league win for them. Do they add to their t- points tally this time out? I think so. Um, Luton have been found it hard in the Premier League mm. uh, uh, this time around. So, uh, yeah, Wolves have shown some excellent performances, just not getting the results. I think Pedro Neto was excellent against Liverpool mm. last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, if they can uh, turn those uh, chances into like finishing it, I think Cunha had a, a few chances yeah. 
just not getting the the, the goals. But uh, yeah, it it looks like it's coming for them. Just touching on um, Cunha over there, fifty million pounds from Atletico Madrid. Do you think it's good business or bad business? Uh, I think at the moment it looks like bad business because um, he's he's just not getting the finished product product. Um, but on Wolves, I think they show so much promise. Like uh, Nigel uh, 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 pointed out, uh, Neto, what a player he looks like. I think he's been the the the, the star performer for Wolves so far this season. Um, Acuna too, he looks a serious threat. He just, I think, he just needs to to polish his game. Mm. Um, be more composed in the final third, and I think uh, it should turn around for him soon. Does he get on the score sheet this week? Ah, uh, definitely, definitely. Um, look, Luton, Luton are struggling at the moment. Um, it is a home game for them. I hope they can they can come out and and perform. I wish they can pick up points, but um, this will be a difficult task mm. for for Wolves, considering all the previous games that they, they've had so far. They've they've been so close. They they they've played so well. They just haven't got over the line yet. And I think in this game, they will be licking their lips. Mm. Well, look, Luton, this, they've, they've played four, lost all four. So I think we're seeing um, a Wolves win here. Yeah? yeah, definitely. Because they've, they've conceded 10 and only scored two. Mm. So that also speaks a lot about the defensive issues they have. And just maybe the, the, the quality, the difference in quality in the teams compared to them is, is, is a big step up. And I hope they can turn it around soon. Mm. Moving right along to Brentford versus Everton. The Bees are winless across their previous four league outings, if I'm not mistaken. Um, if you are Thomas Frank, are you panicking? I wouldn't be panicking as to say, because uh, if you look at the performances in those results, they've been up to standard, uh, the standard that Thomas Frank will want from his Bees team. Um, I think this weekend is an opportunity to set things right against an Everton team who have been absolutely struggling. Um, so yeah, they will look at this as mm. a as a opportunity to to get three points. Mm. Everton are winners. So if you're Sean Dyke, are you actually looking for another job right now, or do you stick and face the music? I, the type of manager um, Sean Dyke is uh, this is his type of job, you know, maintaining uh, uh, the teams. Uh, um, in, in, in the Premier League, staying in, uh, avoiding relegation. And he will be under immense pressure coming into this game because, like you said, uh, they win less now. They have one point so far. They, they, they're in the rele- relegation zone. And as you know, in the Premier League, if you let, uh, let it go for too long, um, you might stay in the relegation zone mm. for the rest of the season. And I think he should go there with, with, uh, with a point to prove. Um, fight for the win. It won't be easy because Brentford is no pushover at the same time. But I think he should go all out for the win, yeah. And, mm. and at least it will it will change the confidence and and the feel around the place. Mm. You mentioned if he lets it go on for too long, he will stay in the relegation zone. But we also know in the Premier League how important back to back league wins are and how far up up the log it can shoot you. Everton's next three starting this weekend with Brentford. They then have two home games against Luton and then Bournemouth, respectively. Are we looking at nine points over the next three games? I think they will be targeting it, maybe, um, but I don't think that they will get it. If you look at the side and the result, I mean the the performances Everton have been putting in, uh, I don't think the table is a true reflection of that. I think Everton will be fine over the the duration of the season, and Dyche has every ability to turn it around as well. So they will be targeting these next three games for sure. Mm. Prediction on this one? 
I'm going B's win. I'm going with a 1-1. True. Mm, impressive. Burnley versus Man United. You know, you know Lyle Foster received that red card. So disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he'd be licking his lips at the prospect of playing United um uh, considering the form Foster was in ahead of that one. Yeah. Um he's really um taken to the Premier League very well. Um he's, he's shown his quality. He's got a on the score sheet a few times and I, w- I was so upset when when I saw the replay of of, of his reaction to what he did to for, to get the red card. Um I mean you you can't you can't be acting out like this in in a world stage you know like everybody's watching this cameras all over you you mm-hmm. can't get away with it so it was it was disappointing from from his part and um, he's missing a huge game mm-hmm. i think the pressure is on united uh this weekend they have to win so burnley go there i don't think they've registered a result either a mm-hmm. win this season so i think going there will be uh, a tough task especially with the pressure that united are on yeah. so yeah but burnley are currently 19th on the log with just a single point to the name mm. um you know they they are winless and um this could be maybe the perfect time to play united um you know this is uh, this podcast has been recorded before united play bayern munich in a champions league where it's not going to be a easy task uh, mm. by any <laughs> by any stretch, stretch yeah. of the imagination yeah, so for sure against this uh, burnley team do you think uh united get away with the winner i think they will have enough just to beat burnley mm. yeah i i agree as well um they travel to to germany for a tough test against bayern munich um kane will will be relishing yeah he'll be relishing this this test for and also just to to compete in the champions league um united um away to burnley they they have to win tenag has to find a way to to break the duck they have to get a win because at the moment they in the bottom end of the pitch they sit 13th on the log mm. which is which is unacceptable for for the team mm. uh, that they have the players they have so i hope it turns around soon for them mm. speaking of a team of players chelsea host aston villa where you can argue both squads could compete with the one another yeah i think uh, chelsea another team that have uh, performed really well but just haven't got the results i think mm. if you look at the xg they have created uh they should be higher up the table but just never got the results um i think it's also uh, a lot of change in the squad so pochettino has to deal with that and a lot of injuries as well missing kunku is a big player um so yeah a lot of problems at chelsea and they'll want to turn things around as quickly as mm. possible if you only emery right now you happy with the way your aston villa project is playing out um i think so i think so I think they they've they've gained a lot of respect from from everybody in the league. Um his, his style of football is showing now playing out from the back. They've got quality goalkeeper. They've brought in quality players mm. as well. Um, defenders defenders defen- as well. Yeah. Defensively very good. Um mm. attacking very good. Um Diaby looks a serious player mm. in the front and it's it's going to be a tight game, exciting game for both teams. Um I don't know which way this one would go but I see If I can be honest, a two-two draw. Mm. You, Nigel, you agree there? I agree. I score the scoring draw there. Mm. If I'm being honest, I think I also find a high-scoring draw in this fixture here. But I just want to touch. Mark mentioned goals. I don't think Oli Watkins is off his uh, off the mark this season. But Villa are top five for goals in the Premier League. Last season, all the goals were coming from Watkins, and mm. now none of them are coming from Watkins. But they still are finding the back of the net. 
Is yeah. that something that'll continue for the season? I think it's great that they're sharing the load. It'll take the pressure off Watkins as well. Um, now they have players like Diaby who can come to the party, Jacob Ramsey, you know, who can find the net as well. So um, all in all, it will take the pressure off Watkins and post Villa. If I'm looking at that, I, if I'm the striker and if my team is scoring, why am I not scoring? I think the pressure will be heaped on me to actually find a better net because Strikers have been sold from Villa. You know, you look at the likes of Danny Ings, he's been let go. Um, there was, I uh, can't remember his name, Traore, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. One stage he was a striker for them. Right. He's, now, he's now left them. Um, and now Watkins is a main man, but he's not firing the back, uh, finding the back of the net. Do you think that's going to catch up with him? Do you think maybe he's going to wonder how long it's going to be? No, look, um, all strikers go through a rough patch, you know, you one season you can be firing the next season it doesn't happen for you it's just a matter of, of of keeping his head down um keeping his focus working in training just staying positive like when being ready for 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 when that chance comes he needs to be ready to take it in and then once that first one goes in and and he gradually progresses it will it will come back to normal for him because he is a quality striker he he does have the ability to to score goals and and carry the team and having um, a, a strike partner with the Abbey, um, if if they start to click very soon, it could mm. be dangerous. Mm, look, one man that's certainly taking um, his opportunity with both hands is James Ward-Prowse. The man has been on fire for um, West Ham. You know, they're up against Liverpool this weekend against uh, at Anfield. Mm. Do you think they he gets on a score sheet? I think with his set-piece prowess, uh, I'll have James Ward-Prowse to score uh, mm. any day. Um, and, and and his delivery is spot on. So yeah, I would I would expect him to um, provide uh, like in the attacking sense, in that sense mm. against Liverpool. But it will be tough at Anfield. Yeah, I believe he's got five league goal involvements, and they've only scored seven. Yep. So just imagine that sort of return. If you um, are the West Ham, I'd say director of football or you know in charge of transfers, mm. I think it's a job well done right now. Yeah, I think um, um, West Ham knew the type of player they. They were getting when when they went in the market for him. Everybody in the league knows his abilities. Um, his set plays are are quality. Like I just said, his deliveries are are hundred percent from mm-hmm. the corners, free kicks. It's almost like a, a half chance, if if I can say. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very happy for him. Um, he's a good player. I said it a few weeks ago. Good players can play in any team, mm-hmm. and and he's certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. Prediction this weekend. I'm going Liverpool win. Yeah, I, I see a Liverpool when the Anfield is, is, is no easy place. I see a 2-1 win for Liverpool. Mm. Well, look, you mentioned set pieces and I think Virgil van Dijk is still out. Yeah, I don't think he's available for selection, which means Mikel Antonio, um, Thomas Suchek, um, you know, I'm sure one of the defenders could maybe even go in with a shout. I think Mavrapnos is uh, playing for them now. Mm. So that, that prediction is still staying on considering van Dijk is out. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Mm. Yeah, me as well. I think uh, they have the opportunity to cause chaos, especially with Ward Prowse and those big guys on those uh, set pieces. But yeah, yeah uh, Anfield too difficult to go and mm. come away with. Okay, going to Brighton versus Bournemouth. I think an easy three points. Uh, the bank of the weekend, maybe. I agree. Yeah, that, I think this is this is already written. Mm. I think after the the one against United, playing at home against. Bournemouth, mm. I think I think Brighton will be way too strong for them to, mm. in this game. How important was it for Brighton to get Ansu Fati? We we 
our way that Tottenham were linked with him um, and he's chosen to go to Brighton. What does that tell you? I think that's credit to, to De Zerbi. I think he's, he sold the project to, to Fati. Um, Fati, um, he bought into it. He, he, he went there. He said that he's, he's very impressed with the work De Zerbi is doing and, and how he's setting his teams up and how well they train and, and, and how they, they, they work on the finer details. And in the United game, it showed. Uh, when, when he came on, he had that chance to, to score. The way they, they outplayed United in all areas of the pitch. I don't know if, if United were, were just bad or, or, or Brighton were just good. But they, they do have a lot of quality and, and a very exciting team. Mm. Going on to Sheffield versus Newcastle United. Not the best of uh, times for Newcastle if the league is anything to go by. Um, and also not the same Newcastle from last season. Do you think Sheffield stand a chance in this one? Um, I think Newcastle win here, um, especially at home. Um, so yeah, Newcastle win. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, this is an easy one for me. Newcastle to win, yeah. Especially after that good performance against AC Milan in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tw- 20-year wait. Um, they did do well. They, they played in patches, but at the end, it was, it was a good uh, account of themselves on the return to Champions League. Mm. Well, let's, uh, let's hope this next fixture and final fixture of the weekend is uh, not as easy to <laughs> pick. Um, of course, I'm talking about the North London derby. Um, both gentlemen in studio uh, on the mic are wearing Arsenal shirts. Um, I'm not sure if I should even get your predictions, but how do you think Arteta is going to go about this fixture? You know this Tottenham is currently hot in the heels of Manchester City. Um, 13 points from a maximum 15. If you are Ange right now, surely, surely, like this is the best possible um, scenario. I think he's done a brilliant job coming in to manage the Spurs team. Uh, I think managers have come in and tried, uh, but he's got them clicking at such an early stage as well. So um, they will come to the Emirates with a lot of confidence in that sense. But if you look at the history in terms of the last three, four seasons, they've struggled at the Emirates. Mm -hmm. So um, I think also taking into consideration that Arsenal have been excellent this season as well. And if you look at the game against Everton, they were just off the charts. So mm. um, the confidence is high playing their first Champions League game in five years tonight. Um, and then the North London derby, um, Ateta will be wanting to get a big win against his North London rivals. Mm. Yeah, I, I I agree with everything uh, Nigel said there. I don't want to be too biased, but um, Arsenal, they, they, they need to win this game if they want to compete and continue from last season. Um, as for... for for Tottenham, I think they they are the surprise so far this season. Um, nobody gave um, Foster Coglu the time of day when when he signed for for to take over at Tottenham. Nobody knew too much of him, but he's come in. He's he's he's, he's an honest person, you know. His his um, his style of football is is, is attacking. Um, James Madison looks incredible. Um, Son is, is starting to find his feet. Kulusevski scored that. That late winner, mm. um, so the confidence will be will be booming in 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 the camp for for Tottenham. Yeah, but you, um, you know, there's also lack of Champions League for Tottenham. In fact, a lack of European football. So yeah, they're not traveling anywhere. They are gonna be in London, make the yeah. short trip uh, to Emirates, and um, yeah, do battle with with Arsenal. Do you think that plays in their favor? Um, 
I, no, I don't. I don't think so. There's there's enough time be, between now and and the game on the weekend. Mm. And at the moment, um, Arsenal do have some depth in the squad. Um, and I don't think they would want to rest either. I think they would want to play as well, especially coming of Champions League. Um, the adrenaline will be pumping. Uh, better if they want to as well. So they go into the North London derby um, on a high, you know, mm. full of confidence and it will be a very tight game. Mm. How important is it that it's at the home advantage? I think it's massive and it's shown over the past few seasons as well. Um, the Emirates has been a fortress in the North London derbies. So they need to pull on that and yeah, hopefully that takes them over the line. Mm. Predictions in this one? I'm going 3-1 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I know to say I'm copying, but I was going to say 3-1 Arsenal for sure. 3-1 Arsenal. My word, we might just have to get some additional panelists um, <laughs> in this. But look, let's let's talk about the three. Why three? Or have we, are you not impressed by, by Spurs? Like, how did you arrive at your scoreline, if I'm being honest? Um, okay, Marky, I'll take uh, this one for now. Uh, I think Arsenal's attacking prowess has been excellent this season. We create a lot of chances and we also have a lot of uh, depth in the front line. I mean, if you look at Trossard coming in, he's got on, got on to the score sheet. We've got Jesus and Ketia, Bukayo Sakwa, Odegaard who's pro- producing some goals as well. So there is goals in this team and we create a lot of chances. So yeah, just told you on that fact. Mm. And Spurs, you don't think that they have goals in them? I mean, you mentioned just one, but honestly, Spurs have been free scoring at, at times. Not Not every single game, but... <laughs> Um, yeah. The same case can be made for Arsenal. You mentioned Trossard getting a goal, but honestly, it was against a struggling Everton outfit. Against um, early in the season, against Nottingham Forest, they could have almost got done. Um, they went to Crystal Palace as well, received a, a, just a one nil. Yeah. So th- for me, it's not like they're clicking. I mean, again, this is before the Champions League fixture, mm. where we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I believe that's also a home tie for for Arsenal. Yes. So it, this is it's 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 huge. Dash. I don't want to lie. It's huge. Um, facing Tottenham, if you look at um the other derbies that that play, um, it's huge. But the North London derby, the 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 it's it's feisty on the field. You know, it's it's cagey. The the tackles are flying in. Um, it's the it's it's just a top game to 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 be involved in. And Arsenal need to win it. And having home ground advantage is is just the cherry on top. Mm. Where is the weakness in this Arsenal team? You guys, who's watch more Arsenal than you guys? Um, the, I, I'd say the weakness, it could be the, in the defence. I wouldn't say too much Saliba. Ben White is a solid. Zinchenko, Tomiyasu on the left. We covered. My only problem is with Gabriel. Um, he's, he's a solid defender. I really like him. But in, in a few matches, sometimes he, he tends to have those small mistakes that, that lead up to, to, to goals. An error, error yeah, leading so, to a goal. So he, he, does that, he does have that in him. But um, overall, he's, he's top quality and he'd be, he'd be happy to go up against his, his countryman, Richarlison. Mm. He's also scored in the previous game. He's, he's gone through a tough time, but um, he, he looks like he's in good spirits at the moment. And he'd be happy to go up against his, his, his fellow countrymen. Mm. Yeah, speaking of good spirits, it's not that long ago where Tottenham had to come from behind to beat Sheffield. And, you know, the weekend before that, Son scored a hat-trick. So... You know, he's been awarded the captain's armband. I'm sure he knows how to set up uh, against um, Arsenal. Does he, like, how big is his involvement in this one? I think from a Spurs point of view, he'll be massive. Um, he's the captain. He's their, like, leading uh, goal scorer. Mm. So there will be 
a lot of emphasis on him from a Spurs point of view. Um, but yeah, Arsenal will have to deal with that. Mm. Are you guys going with one goal for 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 Tottenham only because Harry Kane is not in the squad? I mean, we know I think he's the top scorer in this um, fixture. Um, I think top flight uh, speaking, at least. I think even when Kane was around, we blocked him out as well in a few games. Um, so so if I'm being fair, I'm giving Tottenham one to be lucky. You know what I'm saying? Um, Arsenal at home. Like Nigel said, is is a fortress. Um, they, it's quality. The crowd will be behind them, especially because it's the derby. And um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be good. I can't wait to watch it. Mm. I agree with Marky. I think uh, if you look at the goals we've conceded this season as well, it's been a, a lot of uh, forced errors, un, unforced errors as well on our part. We've been very solid defensively. So um, for the most part, also come it comes with the territory. We play a very high line. So these things these goals are conceded. So mm. if we do manage the game well, I feel we can restrict them. Final question before we wrap up. Who's in the nets for Arsenal this weekend? Hey, you, you're asking a serious question now. This is, this is a big one. It's, I, a, I huge, think, it's a huge decision. Yeah, I it's, mean, a, it's a big talking point for, for everybody. Everybody's questioning Arteta and, and, and why he's doing it. But I think David Raya, uh, he deserved a chance to play. And he, he did well. His numbers were good. He got a clean sheet. Um, but I think Ramsdale comes back in, in, into the first team in this For one. the derby. Yeah. I agree with Maki. I think uh, Raya offers us so much composure on the ball. But if you look at Ramsdale as a character, and he's such a fired up character in, uh, in this Arsenal squad. So um, if, you, if you consider that, um, yeah, he, he, mm. I think he should be back in, in goals against Spurs. See, look, it wasn't that long ago when... Um, Arteta made a decision to drop uh, Bert Leno. It was probably about five games into the season as well, um, which is a very, very uh, similar time period now. If you look at where uh, he's made a move to bring in David Rea and and put Ramsdale on the bench, but both of you gents think that Ramsdale goes straight back in the lineup for this one. I think the the situation with with Bert Leno was more of a of a quality sense and and the way. Um, Arteta wanted to play. His his, his philosophy um, was to play out from the back, and I don't think Leno um, had those qualities of of receiving the ball under under pressure with with a stri- with a striker attacking him and be able to play it out to your defenders wide, collect it again, be able to distribute. and And I think Ramsdale has those qualities almost to the T. Um, David Raya as well. You, we saw it in the previous game. He, his his distribution is 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 outstanding. And um, it's 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 good competition to to have two first team goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. Well, look, gentlemen, it's been lovely discussing all things Premier League with you. Um, in closing, I just want to say this: don't underestimate Spurs. I know both of mm-hmm. you entered the very big Arsenal scorelines, yeah. but honestly, the way Spurs are playing right now, I think you know, not as convincing for me. Um, yeah, I, I don't underestimate, but um, Arsenal for the one. <laughs> Same here, sure. Gunners, thanks, gents. Thanks, Dash. Hit the Target Podcast.